thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Steve Wilson wasn't necessarily planning on recording an album, but that's what happened. He spent the season in the custom art shop at the Gibson plant in Nashville before moving back to his hometown in upstate New York. His love of music led him to playing in bands and eventually building his own banjo. Before he knew it, he was building more banjos and moving to South Carolina to pursue his love of music. All of that has led him to his new record, Six Degrees of Separation, where he gets to play with all of the musician friends he's made along the way. Steve joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about that journey and this new record. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today. Um, sorry to interrupt you from your studio work. <laughs> um, oh, I was ready for a break anyway. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> sounds like you've been pretty busy. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is which Always. is a good thing uh, for where we are in, in the world today. I'm glad you're busy. You ain't kidding. Yeah, there's a lot of people that wish they were out working and out playing and everything else. And we've actually been pretty lucky to stay stay fairly busy. So yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. Absolutely. So you are um, you're in South Carolina, right? New home, sort of. Yeah. 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 West South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's not your original home, right? Uh, no. Original home is uh, pretty much USA. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was born in Virginia, raised in Wyoming. My family's from New York State, and I've lived in Tennessee and all over the place. So. Okay. Um, grew up in a musical family? Um, yeah, yeah. My my dad plays guitar, and uh, he had a band back in the 70s and, and uh, plays a lot of classic country music, that kind of stuff. I've got uncles and cousins that, uh, that play bluegrass and and whatnot, but I actually didn't get really involved in music until after I got out of the service. So I was in my late twenties. But that's when I that's when I really got got the bit by the <laughs> by the urge to play banjo and get into yeah. playing bluegrass. Okay. So yeah. so mostly just kind of a hobby up until that point. Oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Actually it was pretty much a hobby up until the last oh probably six or seven years really okay okay so yeah. you, you've got other things that you've done or that you do yeah i uh well, i was always a carpenter by trade okay um i had my own construction business for a long time i was in the carpenter union for a long time worked in some millwork uh places i was a pattern maker in the navy so i worked in a carpenter shop when i was ah, in the cool. service okay and well, and you ended up uh, at some point, I think I read in uh, working for Gibson in Nashville. Yes, I did. Yeah, I I actually was in the in the carpenters union at the time when I moved to Nashville, and I was in New York State, and I called down to Nashville to find out, you know, what kind of work they had down there for the union, and they said, "Oh yeah, we got all kinds of work. Come on down." Hmm. So I transferred my transferred my journeyman's card down to Nashville, and when I got down there, they they told me to put my name on the waiting list and. I was like, waiting list? Wait a second. <laughs> you know, I packed up my whole family and just moved down there, you know, because they said they had plenty of work. And, and uh, 
but they in fact did they had a waiting list and people that were waiting to go out to work so wow at that point i uh i went to work for a, a decking company down there building decks for a little while just to kind of keep things going and and uh then i saw a job opening up at the gibson custom art division so i went down there and applied for that and and got the job and started working for gibson and that was the late 90s wow. and uh man I learned so much at that place and just loved that loved that job. It was a blast. Did you know what you were getting into when you applied for that job? I had no idea. Yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like fun. Okay. <laughs> so what, building guitars or just designing certain parts of it? What, what did you do for them? Well, I, I started out, they put me in, I was in the custom art division is where I worked. And they started me out, I, I went to the pro shop, which was basically doing uh, warranty repairs and w working on some of the artists' um, guitars and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And when I got in there, I just asked them to put me in. They did have people out on the floor, like kind of like a factory setting. Uh, you know, somebody doing necks, somebody doing fingerboards, gotcha. somebody doing okay. body, you know, that kind of thing. But that was out in the factory part of it. And uh, so I asked them if I could just go out and, you know, spend a week with one or spend a week with another because I wanted to get a good handle on, you know, mm -hmm. what was going on. So, so I did that. I went out and worked in each department for, you know, a week or two mm -hmm. and uh, got a really good handle on it. And then once I got over and back into the pro shop again, I was doing a few repairs and that kind of stuff. But I was sitting right next to Bruce Kunkel, which is he's uh, just an amazing artist and builder. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was doing all kinds of art pieces. Okay. And that that really intrigued me. So I started just kind of asking some questions, and Bruce was kind enough to kind of take me under his wing and, and teach me how to do inlay work and how to do carvings and that oh, kind of cool. stuff. And okay. So I, I worked myself into a position to where that's what I was doing, is I was building art piece guitars, same as him. And, wow. And I'm so thankful to him for that. I mean, he just he taught me so much, so... It how, was a blessing. How long were you there? Um, I was there for, I think, about four years. Okay. Like that. And then I moved back up to New York State, uh, probably around 2002, I believe, somewhere around in there. And it, it still uh, still working construction, or did you, did you migrate to the music business from that point? No, I went back to construction from that point. Okay. Uh, matter of fact... Once I got back up to New York State, I started working for a couple uh, millwork shops and doing millwork for, like, colleges and hospitals and schools and stuff like that. Yeah. I was doing uh, building reception desks and cabinets and, you know, just all kinds of woodworking there. And then that gravitated into, I ended up working for a couple people doing some small jobs on the side um, in construction, and then I ended up forming my own construction company and then i stayed with that until later years when i moved down down here and then here just about two or three years ago i finally put the construction company down and and took up music full time so okay so yeah it's been a long road yeah yeah <laughs> so you've played still though in in bands along the way right even though you were doing the day job kind of thing yeah i um i started I started back, I picked up the banjo first when I was, I don't know, maybe about 
12, 13 years old. My dad had gotten a banjo, and, and I had the Scruggs book, and I learned, you know, some of the roles. I learned how to play, you know, Cripple Creek and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and, but I only stuck with it for just a little short amount of time, and I was big into fishing, and, you know, the high school thing hit, and, of course, then you get into the girls and everything else, <laughs> you know. So uh, so the, the music wasn't real big to me through that time period, so yeah. I never touched it again, Yeah, you know, and then... Once I got out of the service, I was probably uh, my mid twenties, and then I decided I had gotten married. You know, I had a couple kids, and I decided, well, I want to pick that up again and try it. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I picked it up and and I started practicing some more, and then uh, I got some lessons from a couple different people, and then when I moved to Nashville in the late nineties, um, when I got down there, I started going to some of these jam sessions they had all around Nashville, and, okay, and I, blown away yeah holy cow yeah so i i took my took my banjo right now and you know tried to jump into some of these jams and and, you know people started kind of looking at me funny and i I was like what's going on here you know how come they won't let me play okay (laughs) oh you don't play yet oh (laughs) that's funny so that's when i learned that uh you know you need to get you need to get on the ball so i i spent Oh man, hours and hours and hours every day practicing, 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 just trying to get into one of these jams. Yeah. Huh. And then finally, people started letting me in, and and then I got to play with uh, you know a few different people, and then one guy down there had a had a music barn where they had music every Saturday night, and so I started hanging out down there, and and uh, he asked me to come in and play with his house band, so I said sure, absolutely. So I started playing with him. Yeah. And. and it was a situation where people would come and they would sign up to play for half an hour and the next band would come up and play for half an hour and it just went on like that all night. Yeah. Well, it got to be where I was playing for the house band. We'd open up and then I'd go to get off stage and the next band would be coming on and they'd say, hey, we ain't got a banjo player. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it was, you know, a sink or swim, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, trial by fire, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So that's really that's really what got me got me going, and then when I did leave uh, Nashville to go back up north, um, I still played, and I was in a band up there called Plexigrass, and we played quite a bit. I mean, it was during the summer, you know, when they had a few festivals, the local festivals, and and then that was it. I pretty much didn't play the rest of the year. So, hmm. so it was very very hit or miss. And right, right, yeah. At that point. Yeah, at that point, I got into doing some recording stuff, you know, just at home, and that kind of spun me off in the engineering recording track. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. You are listening to Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Music Magazine. Welcome back to the interview. So when did the Wilson Banjo Company come about? How did that become a thing for you? Oh. Well, I had, when I went back up to New York State, um, I built a couple, I built a couple electric guitars, you know, just on my own, because mm-hmm. I still enjoyed that, you know, process of building guitars. So I built a couple, which I still have them. I didn't, you know, I didn't sell them or nothing like that. I still have them. Um, but anyways, I was playing a, I was playing a Gibson um, Strugs Body banjo. And it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't, have that sound I was looking for and it just wasn't operating the way I thought it should you know hmm. but I thought well I'll build a banjo hmm. so I went ahead 
built uh, built a banjo. I got you know all the parts and everything. I had a whole bunch of mahogany set left over from where I was doing the millwork jobs, mm-hmm. and uh, so I decided I'd build me a banjo. It came out pretty good. So I was I was out playing at a, one of the festivals up there um, with that band Plexiglass, and I was playing that banjo. And some guy stopped me afterwards and he asked me, you know, what's what's that you're playing? And I said, it's just a banjo I built. He said, you built that? I said, yeah. He said, well, how much you want for it? <laughs> I'm not playing it. <laughs> yeah, right. I need a banjo. <laughs> so, at any rate, I told him, well, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, I'm going to, I've been practicing building these things, so I'm going to go ahead and get started on another one for me. So, as soon as I get this one built, you know, you can come by the house and, and we'll we'll come up with a price and you can buy it from me. So, yeah. So, we did that. Um, then I had bought a, uh, a 30s model TB Double One, and it was a tenor banjo still, so I built a neck for it. And then I didn't cut it. I just left the quarter-inch brass hoop in it, so no tone ring. Uh-huh. And I just absolutely loved that banjo. I mean, that thing is just fabulous. You know, it was really light, sounded great. Uh-huh. So I thought, well, I'll go ahead and build one of the, you know, that style. So at that point, um, right in between there is when we actually moved to Westminster, moved, moved down to South Carolina. So when I got down here... Um, that's when I got that banjo built. And then once that one was built, I started playing that one all the time. And I just, it came out great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So I was at a festival. Um, let's see, I did a, um, let me back up a second. I did a CD. This is where Wilson Banjo Company came to light. I did a CD with that banjo. And that banjo was called The Guardian. Mm-hmm. And the CD that. was called The Guardian. Yeah, it was a, yeah. a five-song EP, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it was just basically supposed to showcase the banjo. You know, yeah. Just kind of let people, people ask me what it sounds like, you know, what's it like, I can send them a CD, you know. Yeah. So uh, we did that CD, and, and all of a sudden it started getting a lot of radio airplay, and my wife, she got into kind of promoting it a little bit, and, and then it kind of took off, and it did really well, so... People started asking, when's the band playing? Where are you guys going to be? I, yeah. There's no band. <laughs> so at that point, I said, well, I better start a band. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So are you are you still building? Or are you taking custom orders? Or how, how is that part working for you now? Well, I do still build, but I only build if somebody gets a hold of me and says, hey, I want you to build me a banjo. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw... I've got three of them out on the road. I've got one. Matter of fact, the Guardian one that we were just talking about, Dale Perry has that now. Okay. Playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one of my Warrior model banjos, Gina Britt plays, and I built her a custom inlaid neck. We actually designed the neck together first. Mm. Um, and Tony Ray has the prototype of the Warrior that I built. Mm. That's um, cool. So basically now, if somebody sees one of those and they get a hold of me and they say, Hey, I'd really like that banjo and they want to talk about building one, then I do, but I don't search it out because yeah. it's really a passion of mine and I don't want it to get to be anything more than that. Right. So. Yeah. So speaking of, of Gina, you actually spent some time playing with Dale and Bradley, who if folks don't know, they, they played together in uh, sister Sadie, uh, as well as their own oh, yeah. solo projects. But you, you were on the road with Dale and for a little while, right? Yeah, I went on the road with her for about a year. She was in the studio cutting the uh, 
Hardway CD, and which was the one just before the one she's got out now. Mm-hmm. And I recorded that album for her. Um, and while she was in studio, she was, you know, kind of. She said, uh, "Why don't you send this song and this song over to so and so to play banjo on, and send this one over to so and so to play banjo on, and why don't you go ahead and play banjo on this one and this one?" I said, whoa, 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 what? what? <laughs> you want me to play banjo on there? Yeah. He goes, yeah, just go ahead and you put banjo on this one and this one. And I was like, uh, uh okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> huh. So that's once, awesome. once the CD was done and I and I got my uh, my parts on there and we've got her CD all done, she said, well, what do you think about coming out and playing to support this tour for this, for this album? I was like, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just love her to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned so much. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah great musicians, all of them, yeah. So your oh, yeah. your current band, which is kind of a new thing for you, right? Deeper Shade of Blue? Yeah, Deeper Shade of Blue. That's my that's my home now. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Fraley was a banjo player for them ever since they started. Um great guy great banjo player um and over the last couple of years he kind of started having some health issues and i met up with some of the guys from deeper shade of blue a couple of years ago and they just asked me you know hey if there's a show that jimmy can't make or something do you mind you know filling in yeah i said anytime you know give me a call if you need help i'll be glad to do it so there was a few shows where where jimmy wasn't able to make it so they gave me a call and i filled in and and then here this last year um, Jimmy decided he was he was ready to retire. So yeah. at that point, he asked me if I'd come on full time, and it's just a great bunch of guys, and the vocals are just so much fun to play behind. I yeah, mean, they're just <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, great musicians. Band. Yeah, that's awesome. So in the, so that's that's my home now. Yeah, and, and in the middle of all of that, then you come up with this new CD, Six Degrees of Separation, which isn't quite out yet but um that's kind of what what's on the horizon for you right yeah that's uh i've been working on that for a little over a year now i think um and the idea of that is wilson banjo company in the, in the beginning was never meant to be a band um it just kind of turned into that for mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. um it was more about kind of showcasing my banjos and just my love for this music you know what i do and uh so this, the idea behind this album was just that. It's it's six degrees of separation, which means everybody who's on it, which I think we've got 30 artists here on this album. Wow. And they're all people that I've either played on stage with or I've worked with in the studio or I've built banjos for them. Hmm. Um, and then we've written, you know, I wrote, wrote songs for this album. My, me and my wife, she's written songs. So we've kind of wrapped up in this album all of our love for this this music, you yeah, know, whether yeah. it be writing, writing, playing, building, engineering, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, so. that's cool. And and all original, or do you have some songs that you pulled in from other folks too? Well, there's two there's two covers uh, on the album that we ended up doing, but the rest of the songs are all original. Uh, I think I think five of them are ones that either me or my wife have written, mm-hmm. and I also wrote with a couple other people too. And then we also pulled from a couple other songwriters on some of the other songs as well. So, okay. uh, 
pretty much the whole album is all original music, but not all original. We didn't write it all. So yeah, okay. That is, <laughs> and I think, uh, Melanie, your wife told me that this is June-ish. You're looking at a June release? June 4th, yeah. June 4th, okay. Yeah, so uh, are, are any of the singles out yet? Have you done that? Yeah, the first two singles are out. Uh, the first single was a song that I wrote called Wrong Turn That Led Me To You. And that was released back in, uh, when was that released? A little, a little while ago. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember the <laughs> some, some time ago. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's right. And then the second release is out now. Um, that's actually an old Hot Rise tune, uh, Midnight on the Highway. Mm, okay. That's and cool. that's out being played right now, you know? Yeah, okay. So what what's what's it look like moving forward? You guys, will you try to play some of these songs out yourself, or or incorporate them in with Deeper Shade of Blue? What's it look like for you guys here in the next couple of months, getting out and and getting to play live? Uh, and still, fans of company, we have no plans for try to try to play any live shows. Um, well, with Deeper Shade of Blue, we've got an album that we're just about done with that should be out this summer. Okay. Um, and but we are going to incorporate some of these songs that are coming off because those guys all recorded on the album with me as well. They're oh, cool. also guests okay. on there. Yeah, they were they were part of the six degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we will be incorporating some of those songs um, into the set list with them as well, though. Yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. Um, folks want to hear the new music. I uh, want to hear some of the Wilson banjo company music. Talk to you about banjos or deeper shade of blue. What's the best way to get in touch for all of that? Well, they can go to my website is wilsonbanjo.com or they can find me on Facebook, Wilson banjo co. Um, they can look up a deeper shade of blue. We have a, a website as well as a Facebook page. Um, they can look up Wilson Pickens Promotions. That's my wife's business. Um, any information there? Uh, just pretty much look for me, and you'll find me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just just throw the just throw it out, lure out in the water, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's good. Right. Well, I wish you well with it, Steve. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us about it, and uh, I sure hope you guys get out to play soon. Oh, absolutely. We're actually playing uh, this weekend. We're playing out in uh, Bristol. So. Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Good. good. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been good talking to you. Oh, man, you too. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.